0: friends and welcome back to another episode of money musings finally (laughs) it's been quite a while i think since we got together and actually um i popped into money musings hq earlier on and it is dusty and cobwebs scott has not been pulling his weight he's been slacking off and to prove that even further he's not even here tonight so i mean i'm looking over at his desk which has got cardboard Andy just hanging over it looking really depressed and it's Oh, it's not a sorry, it's not a sorry sight, and I'm just, I'm really pleased that I've got Peter here with me, because yes. uh, I can't deal with this place on my own. Peter, hi, how are you?
1: Doing well, doing well.
0: I've missed you, I feel like it's been ages since ages. we've gathered around the Murray Musings HQ boardroom table and had a proper chin wag.
1: Yeah, its it's been too long, and stuff really has, has happened,
0: mm-hmm. a there's lot been, has been
1: announcements,
0: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah. So let's Let's start like I know obviously we're here to talk about Andy Murray because did you know we're the one and only Andy Murray podcast? Sorry, Spot's not here, I'm not gonna do it. Uh, (laughs) that we are obviously here to talk about Andy, but there was a major, major announcement made just a few hours ago. And just for for context for anyone who's listened to this in like three days' time, we are recording on Tuesday evening. Andy is due to play in Montreal in a few hours. Um, but yeah, there was there was a there was a big announcement. A couple of hours ago, a few hours ago now, um, from the undisputed GOAT of tennis, Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Peter, I don't think I can say it. Do you want to say it?
1: Serena has announced that she's evolving into something other than uh tennis. Is,
0: is She this doesn't like,
1: like the word retirement?
0: Yeah, is but... this like the is this like the Um, Serena version of Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin when they consciously uncoupled Mm -hmm. is this what Serena's Mm -hmm. doing is she consciously uncoupling she's uncoupling yep (sighs) I'm so sad I think like I feel like I knew it was coming yeah but I'm really sad as well
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know because that's that's truly it that's like one of the all-time greats of women's tennis. Mm-hmm. Oh, all time greats of tennis in general to be fair. It's the end of an era. Yeah, I was just
2: I
1: feel, had to you say know, end
0: of an era. And I'm really going to miss her. Um and I I did for I feel like I would just it would be just absolute perfection if she could win the US Open. Mhm it would be the perfect way to bookend her career, the perfect goodbye. And we know she strives for perfection, doesn't she? So yep. how amazing would that be and to have little Olympia sitting in the crowd cheering her on?
1: hmm That would have been amazing. As she said in uh, Vogue, as uh, that's where she made her announcement to uh, go and move on from tennis um, that if she could have won Wimbledon, made that 24, and then uh, done US Open, and completely erased uh, what's her name from the history books and said, "Hey, I'm the best, like period, mm-hmm. end of titles done greatest of all time, that, that would have been amazing.
0: But I mean I, I... or just
1: equal her record.
0: Yeah, I I would love to see that happen. And, you know, also, let's just not forget that she, who shall not be named, Mm -hmm. you know, she won, I don't know how many of her slams, but she won a lot of them before the official open era started.
1: Yep. And at the Australian Australian Open.
0: Yeah. So, you know, Serena is the GOAT of the official open era. Yep. She's the only one who's won 23 slams in the official open era. That's mm-hmm. all that counts.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, Billie Jean King, she won loads before the official open era as well, and we absolutely count Billie Jean King slams. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we don't count the other one.
2: Yep.
0: She's just, ain't, she ain't as good a person, as she? So. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to have seen Serena... I would just out of sheer pettiness, I would have liked to have seen Serena surpass that number.
1: Yep, me too. And it, it,
0: it was interesting reading her article when she was talking about that, you know, she was like, yes, th- there were things that I didn't achieve and I, I tried to be perfect and I wasn't perfect and I was criticising this and th- there were a few things, but at the same time, I still won those slams 23 times. And that's magnificent and it truly is it's absolutely amazing because so far none of the men have got 23 slams yeah so she's done something that none of the the men on tour have done and okay that could change quite soon but right now she's the one who's leading the way and she yeah. should be so, so proud of that. And she's done it as a black woman who lived in her sister's shadow for a long time, which is one of the things that she said in the mm-hmm. article she was she was Venus's little sister, yeah. and um, no, and she was never going to be as good as Venus. And then she just decided that actually she was,
1: yeah. And she said in the article that she learned from Venus's mistakes. and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. She's right.
0: Yep. Yeah. And she's she's taught people how to that it's okay to be your real self on the court. Like if you want to scream and you want to fist pump and you want to get mad and you want to show your emotion, you can.
2: hmm
0: And you know, she's had Serena's had a lot of criticism over the years. But I think the only time I think that I was a, a little bit when I watched her play, I think the only time that I was a little bit sort of taken aback by how she behaved on court was the U.S. Open final with Naomi Osaka.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought she was just, she was obviously, she wanted the win so badly, but I thought she just was just a bit too wound up in herself and she she could have she could have diffused the situation, she could have calmed down a little bit more. But I don't know how I would react until I was in that situation,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And and it can't be it can't be easy to to try to maintain a level of calm at all times when you're out there playing. What I mean that was what twenty
2: nineteen.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that twenty nineteen? Mm-hmm. Yes. What was? You know, so she was at 23 by that point. So 2019, it was like, is she going to get 24? Is she going to get 24? So that must have been arguably one of the most like pressurised matches that she's played because people are so, de- so desperate for her to get 24
2: mm-hmm.
0: and question her ability, incredibly question her ability every time she doesn't do it. So while I was a bit like, when I watched it, I felt sorry for Naomi Osaka. In the whole situation, I wouldn't want to criticize Serena for her outburst too much because until you're in that position yourself, you can't really be judge and jury, you know. Yeah, Does that make sense? I mean,
1: with her personal history at the U.S. Open, most especially with line calls and chair umpires and everything, it's like again, like you said, I wouldn't know how I'd react. Like, I'd be like, weren't you the one that screwed me over? Like, she literally said that to an umpire one time. And I, I'll just say this. I felt bad for, again, the situation and that moment and her history, like, with it. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, again, she said that she could have, you know,
2: records upon records.
1: Mm-hmm. more more titles
2: if yep if
0: mm-hmm. if if, if. Should, what is it she said shoulda woulda coulda
2: Mhm, mm-hmm.
0: um so yeah like that was <sighs> Serena was just she's been around since what was her first slam 2002 I want to say was her first was that the first title time she won a slam I thought it was
1: 2001.
0: Was it 2001?
1: Am, am I wrong? No, I, I, I might be wrong. I can't, I can't
0: Let's remember. Let's see real quick. I know, I'm sure it was early 2000s, because was Venus 99? So she, she won, won one? in
1: 1999 um, and then 2002 at the US Open. So she then... won the US
0: Open in 1999? Yes. Serena did? Uh-huh. Wow. I thought I thought it was Venus. In 1999, of course, yes, Serena was just a teenager when she mm-hmm. won. So that would, that's right. That's because she would have been 17. Then, oh God, mm-hmm.
2: 1999.
0: yes yeah, so, so that's how long we've been watching Serena Williams play tennis.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, longer than that, because that was obviously wasn't her, her maiden tournament. She'd been playing tournaments before she won the US Open. Mm-hmm. But that's, I, I remember. And didn't she play? Didn't she play Venus in the final? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So I I remember that. I for some reason I thought I was a bit older watching that. So yeah, I was fourteen, and I remember that match. And that's probably my first. That's like my first clear memory of Serena. Um, and yes, yeah, so I was fourteen, and that was in nineteen ninety nine. So I'll let everyone do their maths here and judge how you know figure out how old I am. But we've been watching Serena play tennis.
1: It's been a while.
0: Over two decades. Yeah. Two phenomenal decades. I'm gonna miss and her.
1: In the article, she said that um somebody remembered her playing since uh, she was three and she was like, maybe it was longer because she was watching Venus and
2: <laughs> she had a
1: racket in her hands when she's eighteen months old. Yeah. So I mean, she's been playing tennis for a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And there's been many times where I'm like, I don't remember that that year. Because it's like, she's won seven Australian Opens, three French, seven Wimbledons, and six US Opens.
0: Yeah. I'd like her to get a seventh US Open.
2: hmm
0: You know, three sevens and a three. Yeah. You know, who cares where the clay? It's fine. You know, whatever. We... I mean, we don't. We don't like to roll around like a dog in the dirt. That's fine. <laughs> but I'd like to get. I'd like it to get a seventh U.S. Open. Yeah. That really would be
1: a capstone.
0: The cherry on the icing, on the cake mm-hmm. of a wonderful career. I just. I'm, I'm. going to miss watching Serena Williams play. I'm going to miss thinking oh, I wonder what, I co- um, what else what in her costume. <laughs> I wonder what Some her of them have been costumes. <laughs> I wonder what our kit's going to look like, and knowing that, like w- literally, whatever she wears
1: will be iconic.
0: She's gonna look, uh-huh, she's going to look like a queen in it because everything she wears, she wears with such confidence, you know. And she just, she walks onto court and she's like, "Don't care, I like it, I look good." That's the sort of vibes that we should all be living by, to be honest. Yeah. So, Serena, if you're listening and you want to come on and do a fairmail interview, Muddy Musings HQ would open its doors to you every single day of the week. So please. We are not
1: be. Vogue, but we are married. We're not
0: Vogue. We're not Vogue, but you know.
1: The September we issue. Make,
0: the we do make issue. a good cup of tea. And I can make a mean chocolate chip Nutella cookie.
1: Mm, so mm-hmm, that sounds yeah. good.
0: So swing on by Money Musings HQ, Serena, and I'll get the kettle on. And I'll get my bacon on. We'd love to have you.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's Serena. That was the the big news of the day. Um, obviously she's not said she's not set an exact date. You know she's obviously doesn't want to and she said she doesn't like to put the she doesn't like the term retirement like you said Peter. But I would be surprised if she played on after the US Open. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be the the Swan song. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like we've probably got about a month of Serena left. Yeah. For in tennis anyway. She's she's not going anywhere else anytime soon. We're going to see her. She's got her companies that she was talking about, Serena Ventures.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She's got, I'm sure she's got a clothing line as well. Um, and I'm sure she'll keep us posted on little Olympias activities.
2: And maybe and another might, baby. There, there might be
0: another baby. Yeah, which should be amazing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's Serena, the queen. Long live the Queen. Love her. But what it does mean is that we're not going to get to see unless they do it at the US Open, which they won't. We'll never get to see an Andy Murray, Serena Williams mixed doubles pairing again. Yeah. Let's just take a moment.
2: That would
1: be amazing. I don't know why like I didn't think about that, but that would be amazing if they're like
0: yeah what a way to go let's, can you let's imagine mixed Frankie, again. listeners listeners just start manifesting it start manifesting it for the US Open send out those vibes to Serena and Andy we want Sir Andy back or Marina or whatever you call them it's definitely Sir Andy. get those vibes out there manifest it let's start thinking one more time one more, yes. one more go on the merry-go-rounds. Let's happen doing mixed doubles at the US Open, and if Jamie and Venus would not mind just getting back together again as well, and if they could all if play, they could the just play each other, yeah, yes, that would be the dream final.
1: Oh my God, do mixed
0: doubles final. Yeah, let's make it happen, folks. Yeah, how, how, do, we it, how do we make How do we? go about making this happen? Right, Peter, you, you, um, you message Serena. I'll message Andy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: goodness oh, that, that would, would be, be something and honestly I I could see her playing doubles again
2: mm-hmm.
1: like now that you say it because mm-hmm. I mean Martina Navratilova played well after her mm-hmm. mid-30s I'll just say yeah. that
0: Martina Hingis came back and did uh-huh. next doubles yep so you never know never know it would be nice it would be i'll try not to get my hopes up too much but it would be nice if we could see an andy Serenum link up again six years down the line can you believe no wait that's not been six years it was 2019 three years down because i'm losing all my track of time here um that would be nice wouldn't it it would be nice mm-hmm. let's 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 make that happen guys manifest it send out those vibes. Let's get Serena and Andy on court together again at the U.S. Open. One more time. One <laughs> I'm going to get Scott time. to cut that out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's cut <to> do it. <laughs> he
0: will not cut that out. He will leave that in. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, let's talk about our man Andy. Who? There's a lot to talk about. It's not all. It's not all good. <laughs>
1: not great but I mean it's not bad yet
0: <laughs> at least he's still playing tennis
1: exactly you know?
0: you know so it could be a lot worse but I, I feel like I'm almost seeing this pattern it's I I was I was talking about it to my boss earlier on shout out to Tim if he's listening and I was saying about how the the year started for andy the year started back in january think about it the year started really well mm-hmm. right he played he played the well actually no it didn't start really well it started out when he lost that first round match in melbourne but then he went to sydney played brilliant tennis made it to the final lost honorably to aslan karatsev in the final mm-hmm. They went back to Melbourne and things just got progressively worse for a period of about three months, where it was first round, second round, first round, second round, just not good at all. Yeah. Then things, things seemed to start picking up a little bit. You know, he seemed to be getting a bit of momentum. He reached the final in Stuttgart, played amazing tennis, almost had it, almost had Berettini. Yeah. So cool, he's a great
1: grass court player now.
0: And then he picked up his injury, was out of Queens, Surbiton challenger lost in the semi final. Right, is that right?
1: That sounds right.
0: Yeah, he he lost again.
1: I I block out losses. Oh, I think we all know this.
0: Yeah, same anyway. He lost, yes, right. Get to Wimbledon first round, okay. Second round, lost. And it's been almost a repeat of the first three months of the year
2: Mm -hmm.
0: in that he made the final and you started getting your hopes up and it's the hope that kills you every time and you started getting your hopes up and now we're back onto that first round, second round, first round, second rounds, bumpy roads. And I need that road to just smooth out. I need some just like plain, smooth sailing. For the rest of the year, he needs it. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, at the City Open, he played Emer, Michael mm-hmm. Emer, who, who actually did
0: really well. Did
1: really well. Went to the semifinals
0: mm-hmm.
1: and played a tough match against Curious, who mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. won the title. So. Oh, did he win? Yeah. Uh, sorry, Curious.
0: Uh, yeah. So, I, mean, I genuinely switched off.
1: Yeah. sorry um yeah so I mean he was playing well against Andy and so I thought it was a shock you know loss for a moment but I mean in hindsight of course
0: he backed it up didn't he yeah yeah and justified it and that's actually what I like to see like I, I must admit like so after after Andy lost the city open, I was like what 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 What's the what, tournament? Yep. What, what tournament? What uh, tournament? No tournament. No t- oh, look, the Commonwealth Games are on. I, that was me. I was just like, I, I didn't watch any more tennis. I was like, I can't. I'm not in the, I don't have the bandwidth for it right now. I'm not mm. in the right frame of mind. Um, but I did check the scores on my phone just like a few days into the tournament. I was like, I'm just going to have a look and see what's happening. And I was very pleasantly surprised to see that Mare was still in it. Like that's good. I like that because, as you all know, my biggest bugbear, apart from when it's you know people like John Isner, my biggest bugbear is when the person who beats Andy goes out in the next round. Mm-hmm. That really annoys me.
1: Like, like have failure. the have
0: the courtesy to at least win another couple of matches. Unless you're John Isner.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Or Tennis Sangren. Or any of that ilk, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I was quite pleased to see that he did well. It would have been nice if he'd won it. That would have been really nice. But alas, that was not to be, apparently, according to you. And I believe you. (laughs) So, yeah, I feel... Yeah, I feel like... We just, we need we need some, we need to let those good, we need for those good times to start rolling again with Andy. And I really hope that we get that in Montreal. Although this So obviously by the time this comes out, he will likely have played his match against Taylor Fritz. So I don't think that we should try and speculate too much over the out, what the outcome of this match is going to be. Hmm. Um, I think we know it will be a tough one. I just really, I really, 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 really want him to win. Really want him, need him, hope he wins. Um, and that's honestly, I'm not going to make any predictions or it could, because you know what happens? We make a prediction and predictably the opposite happens. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to make a prediction that he loses because then that's the time will definitely be right.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, like the, the double jinx. I don't want to be Scott. I don't want to be Scott, Peter.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to say it, but I mean, I didn't see the match, but the last match that Taylor played was against Dan Evans and Dan got a walkover from him after... Taylor wasn't feeling well, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So with that said, I'm just hoping, of course, as we're, you know, an Andy Murray-centric podcast that Andy Murray beats him. Yes. I'll just say that.
0: Yes. He deserves. Without
1: jinxing, without getting my voodoo doll out, without. I
0: think he, des- he deserves to beat him. Um... I mean, you yeah. know, like, sorry, Taylor. You're a sorry. nice guy. You seem like a nice guy. But. i like your friends, but i don't want you to be andy murray yep. i like andy murray better than i like you yep. so you know the only thing i always feel like you know if taylor's not in a coin in a a tournament anymore you get less morgan time
2: mm-hmm. and i really do
0: like to see how morgan style us, styles time. herself and you know makes tennis cool yeah but I am willing to say, like Morgan, if you're listening, I'm really sorry, but I'm also willing to sacrifice you for Andy Murray to progress to the next round.
1: And the thing is, like, we see her fit checks on TikTok. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Win or lose.
0: Yeah. Did I tell you? And I don't think I did, actually. I think we got too excited talking about other things. Um, But on our last episode, which I just realized was like four weeks ago we recorded this. It was like the post-Wimbledon episodes I didn't mention this on the episode but I met Morgan at Wimbledon Mm. um and of course I didn't have my phone with me because it had run out because I had such a a new phone now but my phone that I had at Wimbledon was so old and shitty that the battery would like run out after like two hours so I had put it into the battery charging the phone charger at Wimbledon and I'd just gone for a walk for an hour while I waited on it and this like absolutely stunning girl walked past and I was like she really looks like really looks like Taylor Fritz's girlfriend and it was one of those ones where I was like no shit that is that so I don't know what came over me because I couldn't I couldn't ask her for a selfie but I just went and spoke to her and I was like, oh, hi, um, are you Morgan? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's
2: like,
0: ah, Hi. Like, I, I introduced myself. I'm like, I'm Claire. <laughs> like, honestly. Did you
1: introduce yourself as, like, a co-host of to, like. I almost, I get almost in. did. Like, I
0: you almost needed did. to. I will um, do it. I yeah, will do I it. I think you, I you, do you
1: should do Thanks it.
0: Me. And you, you can you can see "Oh, no oh no you, my, you met my co-host at Wimbledon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, But yeah, like, when I think back on it, I'm like, oh my God, can you die of cringe? Um, Because I was like, oh, you know, I'm like, big fan of Taylor, but absolutely love you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Love what you're doing to
0: make tennis cool again, like, absolutely fangirling out. And you know that way, I can hear myself saying it, and I'm like, you are 37 years old. Grow up. (laughs) 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 But she was so lovely, like, chatted away. She was just really really friendly and she is just exactly how you know she comes across she's just she's mm. so nice and she's just Sunny, stunning as bubbly. well absolutely stunning
1: absolutely
0: and um, I think she was waiting for me to be like do you want to get a picture and I said to her, I was like you know I can't even ask you for a, a selfie because my phone's on charge it's like I don't even have it with me she started laughing she was like that always happens
2: <laughs> I was
0: like yeah, I know <laughs> and I was like do you not want to take one of us and you can send it to <laughs>
1: <laughs> Put it on Instagram, do a little TikTok together.
0: No, no. So, yes, uh, uh-huh, so, yeah, I got to meet Morgan and she was amazing. But, yes, like I said, Morgs love you, love you, love you, love you. Willing to sacrifice you for money Moneywin. Yep. Yeah, it's just how it is. Um, she watches
1: so- hockey and other sports more anyway so she's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean I'm sure she's now into tennis but she said on another podcast that she's definitely become a tennis person. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah and I think she'll understand you know. Yeah. Loyalties. I think she's the kind of girl who appreciates loyalty. Yeah. And we're loyal to Andy. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah let's hope that when this episode goes out tomorrow we're all in really good moods and we're not me and you aren't frantically messaging scott saying can you cut out the entire chat that we had about montreal and morgan riddle and andy until the thing (laughs)
1: is i i'm realizing as we're talking about this now we're talking more about morgan than taylor's chances which is funny Yeah. yeah and and Apps for
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if Scott was here, we might talk a bit more about Taylor and how he's been playing. But because it's just us, we could do whatever the hell we want. Exactly. We can, we can freestyle. Get no one uh-huh. here to keep us in check. At least you know, like Scott. Scott does say, "Oh, this has turned into chaos, and I've gone off on a tangent." But Scott does tend to try and keep it more to the topic of tennis,
2: doesn't mm-hmm. he? <laughs>
0: Than me and you, we just like talk crap. So like our listeners do probably prefer it when Scott's involved, but you know. Nah. No. No, do you not think so? Kidding.
1: i kidding. Should we, 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 we do
0: a poll? <laughs> <laughs> we do a poll? I never did that before.
1: <laughs> I was uh told that uh whenever I get a word in like that um someone likes my content and I'm like, well, thank you. Like 'Cause there's been many times where Scott's just going on and I'm just like uh, and I'm like playing little uh jump rope with y'all. Whatever you call <laughs> it. What, what's the thing where it's like three people? Oh, hopscotch? It's, no, it's not hopscotch. No,
0: it? no, it's you know it's what it's double, double Dutch. Double Dutch. Double Dutch. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yep. yep. And I'm, I'm just like, trying to Dutch jump something.
0: in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I know because I know Scott and I tend to talk a lot it's like we fight each other for airtime, time and mm-hmm. I'm not even that much of a chatty person like when you meet me in pe- if you meet me in person I'd be like oh hiya
2: <laughs> <laughs> hi
0: I'm actually an INTJ stay away from me
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could not tell <laughs> just say you're a Slytherin and move on
2: I am a Slytherin (laughs) do you know
0: that um, I was down so I went down to London this is totally off topic guys Uh I went down to we went down to London for my daughter's birthday who's she's super into Harry Potter now and um we went to Harry Potter World which was absolutely amazing and um we did Sophia did the um Wizarding World sorting house sorting Mm. hat test to get sorted into her house mm-hmm. and she was like oh her favorite character is Luna Lovegood oh so she was like please 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 let me be a Ravenclaw so she, we answered all the questions we did it properly and she was sorted into Huffle Raven, Ravenclaw nice. yeah she was so excited
2: so Aww. excited she was
0: like she was like are you really a Slytherin I was like yeah I yeah. am 100% a Slytherin, 100%. So, yeah. I'm chatty on here, I'm chatty on here, but not in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask Karen McGlynn that. Karen McGlynn uh, bumped into me in Edinburgh, must have been a couple of years ago now, or was it last year? Was it last summer? might have been last summer. Uh-huh. Um, And I, we... I, like been, I'd been at a pub with my friends, and I gone to the toilet. And when I came out of the toilet, there was a woman. It's like she'd followed me. It's like she'd followed me to the toilet. And there was a woman in the toilet, and she was like, "This is going to sound really weird, but are you Claire?" I was like, "Yeah." Who's asking? She's like, "Oh, it's Karen." <laughs> it's Karen from <laughs> Twitter, and I was so taken about she, I just you know I just go because I know Karen's listening to this she absolutely did not stalk me into the, the
1: and we love you
0: um but I was just like always had had a couple of drinks as well and I was so taken aback that someone had had like they knew who I was that I was like oh yeah hi <laughs> y- y- you having a good night hi. <laughs>
2: how are you doing <laughs> that like
1: oh, voice devolved into something other than like where I was wanting to go with uh this one theme. <laughs> but yes okay
0: so yeah although like now, now that we, now that Karen and I have met I think we'll be much more chatty I will be much more chatty next time I see her which will be at Battle of the Brits
2: uh-huh
0: um or maybe Dave's Cup but that's 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 a that's a podcast for another day Um. What else is coming up for Andy? Like, obviously... Hopefully like Cincy.
1: Home. I haven't seen Maybe. him, as we talked about before, we started recording on the entry list. But, I mean, he's ranked high enough. Mm-hmm. He'll get in. Yeah, he should
0: get automatic entry, yep.
1: I'm going, like, mm-hmm. in two days' time. How exciting. So, yeah.
0: So Cincy starts on Monday?
1: Uh, it actually starts on uh, Sunday
0: on Sunday okay is yeah. that qualifying or is that like main draw
1: so I think that's main draw for women okay um, and uh, qualifying is for uh, Saturday mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. okay oh god I really hope he gets a kind draw I've got first of all I hope his name is on that damn entry list mm-hmm. secondly I, I haven't seen any like
1: draw. promotion on Twitter no. for them no from them yeah for Andy and I'm like where's Andy
0: mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. yeah so we've got so we've got Montreal we've got potentially and hopefully Cincy, and then potentially Winston Salem is the week before the US Open is that right mhm so he could play that if he gets a, he he could actually he could get automatic entry based on his ranking but I think you have to you have to physically enter, don't you, okay. for those ones? Um, and he's not, I believe he hasn't entered, but he could get a wild card. Mm-hmm. So that would be good if he could go and play there. I suppose it depends. I think it all it, it depends on how he does in Montreal and Cincinnati, doesn't it?
1: After he wins the title in Cincy, he's moving <laughs> on to win the title at the US Open. Is what you're really saying?
0: Well, yeah, obviously.
2: <laughs>
0: but what I also mean is, just in the like absolute fluke, unthinkable disaster that he didn't win the title in Cincinnati, uh-huh. he might want to try and get a wild card for Winston Salem just to get a few extra points ahead of the U.S. Open, where he could yeah. potentially be seeded. Because that's, mm-hmm. I think that's that's his that's his goal right now, isn't it? Is to get a seeded spot at the U.S. Open. I really, really would like to see it happen. Yeah. What What's his current rank? Did you, can
2: is it 34? You, can you,
0: like,
1: one second.
0: Is he as high as that? I thought he was in the 50s. No. Oh, 48. Up? Just
1: kidding. Okay, just 48. Okay. Kidding.
0: Okay. Is I don't know 40? what...
1: Is it the live rankings that he's higher?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he must be higher in the live rankings. Because that's all I care to about, to
1: be honest.
0: Yeah. Um... But I, but it's the live rankings don't count for seeding, do they? No, they don't. No, well that's bullshit. So let's not bother with them. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's, what's the point in them? Um, so yeah, so he's forty-eight just now. So yeah, he could if he was to do well in the next couple of weeks. He could absolutely get into that top thirty-two. It's 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 top thirty-two seed, doesn't it?
1: Mhm. He's he forty-four be... in the live
0: rankings. Okay. But again, that doesn't count for the seedings, Peter. So no. let's not get our hopes up. Yeah. Um. But he, yeah, if he could do well, it's only sixteen places he needs to jump mm-hmm. up by. So that's his goal. That's his goal, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. And that would be that would be incredible. And then what will happen at the US Open is he'll win the men's title, Serena will win the women's, and it's 2013 all over again, and it'll just be beautiful and perfect.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And the world will have righted itself.
1: And nature will have healed.
0: Yes. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. (laughs) That's what, in in like my ideal alternate reality, that's what happens. Yeah. If only. If, it could happen.
2: It can happen.
0: It can happen. I have got a tweet bookmarked, waiting for the moment I'm able to quote, retweet it. To be like, told you, I refer to this tweet. I'm not going to say who the tweet is from, but it claims that Andy will never amount to anything ever again, essentially. Mm. And I'm waiting for, I know, I know that one day I'll be able to quote retweet that. Yeah. And be like, get it right up you.
1: I'm stifling my laughter because, like, I know it would be, like, a little cackle, and, and that's not cute. <laughs> the pettiness will come out of me.
0: <laughs> um, but is there anything else you wanted to chat about this evening, Peter? I mean,
1: I'm just nervous, but excited for Cincy. I've been mm-hmm. planning my music, like, little playlist for the road trip. I've gotten some of my snacks gotten my yeah. beef jerky and pretzels but I'm just honestly I'm tired mm-hmm. I'm tired already yeah I'm, I'm not like to
0: 17 hour drive
1: yeah that and the fact that we've been waiting for Andy to play a match and so I'm just just patiently waiting mm-hmm. yeah. that's clearly a lie clearly uh, I
0: am I am impatiently waiting I mean I was impatiently waiting last night
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then he just got removed from the schedule mm-hmm. oh
1: honestly like if he had played last night I probably would have like hurried up and like done more to get ready
2: mm-hmm.
1: what's going on did Alex In, win already
0: yeah he's won already but yes. it says much says match. what there's no way that match was on for two hours Says here it was seven five seven six, but I swear it had just started when you and I were talking. When you and I just started talking less than an hour ago.
2: Yeah,
1: match time hour and fifty seven minutes.
0: Yeah, it, it it wasn't an hour in when or unless unless my my feed was behind.
1: Probably. But, it, but it, said,
0: it said said match. do oh, you know what? I don't care. It's finished. Yeah. Um, that's what that's another one down and Kirios and Bays are currently playing and then Andy's coming on it's weird it's now this is so bizarre I'm on the TNS the TNNS app
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um. and the schedule for centre court for today so you've got Pospisil and Tommy Paul, which was the first match on which, com- which is completed um, then there's a Canadian wildcard Alexis something, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his surname against Dimitrov, also completed the match after that was Chapo and Demenor then it was Sebastian Baze and Nick Kyrgios but Chapo and Dimenor has been wiped from the schedule it's no longer on the schedule huh. for order of play But, yeah, apparently, I swear to God, that match was just starting when we started chatting under an hour ago.
1: And it says completed.
0: Yeah, and it says completed, and it was an hour and 57 minutes. But I I swear, when I checked the live scores...
1: Yeah, maybe the tennis guards were like, Peter, you need a break. As we were saying before, it needs to hurry up within three hours' time. So it won't be 12 o'clock your time. Um, And they just said, hey, I want Alex to win again. He won in uh, Atlanta again. So, I mean, he can win Montreal if Andy doesn't win. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: So just pencil it in. That's what they're doing. They're like, eh, I mean, it's Canada. But Dennis, eh, he's not Felix. So So I shouldn't be saying this out loud.
0: No, it's fine. It's fine. We're an Andy Murray <laughs> podcast. It's fine. I'm so I'm genuinely so confused. But anyway, now it, regardless of how I managed to think that match was just starting an hour ago, yeah,
1: it didn't feel like an hour and fifty seven minutes ago.
0: No, um, Kyrgios and Bayes are playing now, and I don't care. I do care actually. Who wins that match? I would like it to be Sebastian Bayes. But actually, I just want it to be finished. Yes. So that Andy can get on. It would be nice if he could come on before midnight. Although I suspect it will be midnight now. So I'm probably going to take a nap and then get up and watch it. Oh. Mm -hmm, Do I I risk it? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do because if I stay up, then
1: two more hours just take an hour power hour nap
0: i might do a power hour yeah because if i stay up for another two hours and then he comes on and he plays say for two hours because let's face it this is andy so it could be two and a half three hours
2: mm-hmm.
0: it can be like 3 a.m before i get to my bed and i have to be up for work at like seven
2: yeah
1: be no pl- there's no
0: point in even going to sleep by that yeah time because you're so like wound up by what has just occurred in front of you yeah to me. take a nap yeah I'm going to take a nap
1: but there's been many times lately and uh yeah I'll just say this out loud again where I've slipped through like the first set and I'm like maybe I shouldn't have done that
0: yeah maybe I shouldn't yeah I think I'll have to a wee, a wee power nap even if I don't go, if I don't go to my bed but I lie on the couch mm-hmm. have a nap in the couch I'm more likely to wake up when my alarm goes off because you know you're not like you're not quite as cozy when mm-hmm. you're on the couch. You know you're napping on the couch. Rather than mm-hmm. like if you're in your bed, you're like, I'm in my bed and I'm carrying napping. in. Yep. And I'm napping, but I'm not actually going to get up. Yeah. The couch. Yeah. The you're couch, you're like, up after
1: this is bed. this
0: is temporary. Bed is permanent. Mm-hmm. So I might do that. Yeah. Sorry, listeners, this is probably absolutely scintillating chat for you. <laughs> Especially when the match is already been Sleeping
1: before <laughs> matches is what all tennis fans do. Yeah, so I, like I hope to, y'all can relate. This is
0: relatable yeah, content. I would like to invite some views on this particular topic to Money Musing's Twitter account. I would like to hear your views on how you survive time zone tennis
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know like do you do you power through or do you take naps do you, do you schedule naps throughout the day if you know your fave's going to be on at like one in the morning do you go to bed at like nine and sleep for three hours and then get up how do you do it what do you do Peter I know you're a serial napper you enjoy a, a nap at various stages of the day yeah yeah I personally tend if I can I try to go to bed early and get a, a, like a solid block of sleep and then get up
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but that doesn't always work because sometimes you just can't get to sleep that early if you know you're trying to get like a proper sleep, you might be able to nap, but you can't get like a proper proper sleep. so then you end up just kind of tossing and turning for a few mm-hmm. hours.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so. You know, that sometimes doesn't work. So it really is tricky to find the balance. Tennis is an exhausting sport to be a fan of.
1: Exhausting.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but for a, a visual um, for our listeners right now, Peter's just sort of like slumped to the sides. I don't know if he's getting into napping position for once no. this, this chat finishes. I, he's just I'm just like, in a so comfortable
1: it's a rain delay like mood right now yeah yeah i mean there is a match going on but i'm not gonna watch it i'll just say that
0: yeah um yeah so so i think i think that's us i mean our our next episode which i hope we'll get to record something next week or even at the weekend depending on what scott's up to he will be back to keep peter and i on track um Peter will be coming out as live from Cincy, mm-hmm. which is very, very exciting. Remember, remember last year I am um, I can't believe that no wait, it was that Indian Wales that we were recording I, I think it was Indian Wales so windy, wasn't it? Oh my um, God, yes, Where and I, you I were was sitting huddled underneath
1: bleeps. the bleachers
0: yeah, 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 that was Indian Wales, wasn't it? Uh-huh. That was mental. That was so loud and noisy. Remember a player came in asking Mm -hmm. you how to get on court for practice? Oh, I can't wait to hear all about Sensei again. Have you got some more odorators for Andy?
1: I can buy some.
0: I feel like you should. I mean, I don't think he's going to have quite the same problem that he had in the California desert.
1: I think he's learned his lesson after I gave him some.
0: Yeah. He said, maybe
1: I should try these.
0: Yeah. It's always handy to have some more, yeah, just in case. So that's that's your mission. Your mission is to go find Andy, ask him how he got on with the see if he remembers. Yeah, I'm sure he will.
1: Mm-hmm. He knows who um, I am,
0: and then ask him again. Ask him again to come on Murray Musings, please and thank you.
1: <laughs> He's coming on at some point this year. This
0: year? Question mark. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Might need to try and commandeer him a Battle of the Brits.
2: Uh huh.
0: Get him to confirm a date and a time. There and then, <laughs> lock it in. Put it in your diary right now. Go and put it in your phone. Right, that's it. It's locked in.
1: So wait, is Scott coming to Battle of the Brits? Yes. Okay. So I mean, yeah. like... Scott can
0: be very persuasive.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. So I feel like... It's like
1: two against one versus me against Andy. Uh, mm, I think you and Scott would be a little bit more persuasive than me saying, hey, Andy, please?
0: Yeah. Pray please. Please.
2: Please. Please. (laughs) Please.
0: (laughs) Cherry on top, please. Oh, this has descended into chaos. Um, Okay, so I think on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Um, Peter have an amazing time in sensei have very safe drive for our listeners he's leaving on Thursday morning US time mm-hmm. Texas time so like 8am yeah you sure. leave that early? yeah Let's okay that's, with that. that's, yeah okay so that means it's probably more like 10
1: yes yes it will. So
0: that'll be like 4 p.m our time here in the uk so we'll be thinking of you setting off on your journey and i hope it all goes really well and obviously looking forward to hearing all your updates um we'll get to chat to you on site looking forward to seeing your pictures and hearing who you meet but in the meantime let's all hope that andy has a good week in montreal yes you yeah. will you agree yes okay okay and on that positive note thank you for listening thank you for continuing to support our musings and our often off-topic rambling I've been Claire he's been Peter the floppy cardboard thing in the corner has been cardboard Andy and the silence has been Scott We've been Murray Musings. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.
1: Take care, y'all.
0: Hi, I'm Andy Murray, and you've been listening to the Murray Musings podcast.